Hello guys and welcome again. Today I have announcements to make. So 12th of February was a really big day for me. I launched my website and tied up with two companies. Subsarans, who provides wide range of supplements, would also provide you 15% off with my code FITFACT. I will also provide these details on my Instagram bio. So if you are in Melbourne, Australia, you can also get infrared sauna, ice baths or oxygen therapy with 50% code again. The code will also be on my Instagram account. The code is FITFACT15. So if you're in Melbourne, you can choose that. With the Subsaras, you can order online and they ships all over Australia. Unfortunately, for outside of Australia, I don't have anything yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so it will be soon. These companies also listed on my website as well. The website also have links to these companies, which is Subsaras and Regen Wellness Center. If you go to my website, scroll all the way down, you'll see these two companies you can just click on it and you're on your way to book your appointment or order anything you want to order online i wish you guys all the best ordering all these things and thank you for all your support so far and in the future Welcome to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of the Fit Fact King. Guys, have you ever wondered by looking at someone that this person has been some sort of journey of this happiness or just trying to bring happiness to the world? This is same thing I felt when I saw this today's guest profile, Sarah. She's amazing. She has this amazing energy that fills people's heart with love and happiness. And then all she wants is people around her to be happy and healthy. She started this amazing business by herself. And then that shows that her hard work and her determination can create a better environment for herself and people around her. She loves to help people. She's a people person. And then she loves to help around her community, her friends and family. We had a really great conversation about fitness journey and health journey and healing journey. And I'm sure you guys would love this episode. So let's not waste any time and let's welcome Sarah McNellis. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. It's my very first podcast, so I'm really grateful. I just want to tell you a little bit about how I feel like I've manifested the podcast. I've been on a healing journey for around two years, which yep. is very different from my personal development journey. My healing journey for around two years. And then I reckon the last couple of months, I've really been focusing on my manifesting my future and what I really want. And I've just launched a second business and really starting to believe in my dreams. And, you know, my second business is actually being a presenter and a speaker for women's wellness. Nice. And last week or the week before, all in the same week, I got asked to present. Nice. And then I got asked. But, you know, I checked my emails and it was, you know, podcast invitation. It was from you. <laughs> and I thought you were spam. And I, I know. And I checked my emails and mm. I was like, oh, that's spam. And I deleted it. And then okay. maybe, because I think I took a couple of days to get back to you. Yes. And then I something, you know, kind of, I thought, oh, gosh, what was that? 
And mm. then I went back and I went into my deleted emails yep. and I read it and I was like, this is for real. This is a podcast invitation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I checked you and you're on Spotify and I'm like, okay, so he's legit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I really feel like I've manifested this and uh, so I'm very grateful for Thank you so much for having well, me. Well, I'm I'm glad to have you here and then really appreciate your time. You're spending it today on Sunday. You could be doing anything else, you know. <laughs> I'm not doing much, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's let's start with the give me give give us some introduction about you, like how you started this, how long you've been doing, you know. Just tell me a little bit about your past till now. Sure. Well, my fitness journey and my health journey, and I guess my wellness journey began in my mid twenties. I hadn't been doing anything prior. So people can kind of look at me and say, you know, you've always been in the health industry, but I hadn't. I used Mm. to smoke cigarettes. I'm Italian. So we grew up on pasta and bread and I didn't eat any vegetables (laughs) and sugar. I've got a sweet tooth. And uh, and I you know I smoked cigarettes and da 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 and I was in my mid twenties and then I decided one day just to try this exercise class. Okay. And I went to this. It, I'm honestly the room was so small. Might have it must have been like twenty square meters or something. Oh, so no. I loved it. It was just kind of you went around all these machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I loved it though. And I remember leaving and the owner chasing me out the door. I mean the door was right there. But mm. And he said, Sarah, how how did you go? And I loved it, but I couldn't breathe because I was a smoker. Mm. So I knew then and there that I needed to stop smoking because I really enjoyed exercise. Yeah. So my journey for getting healthy and exercise really came at the same time because I stayed with that gym, I think, for maybe like a year and a half. Okay. And I stopped smoking. And then that took a few months to kind of really kind of kick the habit. Mm. And then I started putting on weight because I had stopped smoking. Yeah. So then I started to change my diet. Mm. So really it was just small changes, gradual changes over the years for me. Yeah. And then maybe in my late 20s, it must have been, I opened up my first gym. I never was in the industry. I just had enough of what I was doing, felt a calling, did my PT course. I said to my my partner at the time, I was think I was three months into being a PT. I didn't know really anything. Yeah. And I said to my partner, I'm going to open up a gym in our area. Mm. And he goes, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're crazy. It's not going to work. I said, I don't care. I believe in myself. I'm going to do it anyway. And it became the best gym in the area. There you go. My partner came on board and it was just this amazing gym. And then four and a half years later, like we separated and I moved to Sydney. And I didn't know anyone in Sydney. Where were you Um, before? In Italy? Lake Macquarie, which is like a very kind of small area. Okay. Like... Everybody knows everyone and, you know, everyone went to school with everyone. And I moved to Sydney because I just felt like there was a calling for something bigger for me for my life. Yeah. And I had no intentions of opening up another gym. I just Mm -hmm. was like, I definitely don't want to do that. I want to do something new. Yeah. And then someone that I knew of called me and said, I heard you're living in Sydney. Would Mm. you like to come and coach at our gym in the inner west? I was living in Bondi, as everyone does. They moved to Bondi. (laughs) And I said yes because I didn't have any friends. I was like, I need to make friends. 
So I started coaching at the gym and I started coaching all the 5 a.m. classes. I remember I was getting up at like 3.30 or something. Oh, I see. And um, the first week in, I, I was like, I want this gym. I want to be the owner of this gym. It has so much potential. It was yep. only brand, brand new. He'd only had it open for, I think, a few months or something. Okay. And I think within the couple of weeks, he goes, hey, I don't want to be here. I want to go mm. traveling with my partner. You know, will you buy it from me? And the stars had aligned. And now I'm here. You know, this is my eighth year of owning Total my Conditioning God. in the yeah. inner west. And it's honestly, I'm not just saying that because I'm the owner, but it's definitely one of the best strength and conditioning gyms in Sydney. We are, have a very strong community very busy. We run 11 classes a day. You know, sometimes we have like 40 people in the class. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, I'm so proud. So, so proud. It's giving me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it gives me goosebumps and, you know, like I'm just so proud of what I've accomplished with my team and what we've accomplished for the area. Yeah. Mm, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, so this, when you, like, uh, who took you to the first time to the gym? Actually, it was my partner at the time because I never, we were together from, I think I was 20 until mm -hmm. I was 32. Yeah. And I was always very skinny. Um, all, I remember when I was in high school, I mean, in primary school, people used to call me Sarah Anorexia because oh I was so <laughs> And so I never was like, I don't need to go to the gym, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm about to turn 41. And, you know, when I was in my early 20s, people didn't really train. The boys trained. Yes, they did. Yeah. To get muscles. They did mm -hmm. a lot of bench yep. and arms, but the women, we didn't train. No. So it wasn't a thing. So my partner at the time, I must have been 25. He took me to just like the local Globo gym and mm -hmm. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? Oh my God, take me back. I just want to go home. <laughs> so what was going through on your mind the day you were training and then in that sort of one hour, it changed everything? When I, so that was the first time I did that. The, what really changed me, I was, I think I went to the gym on my own. That was okay. a completely different gym. And I loved the feeling of exercise. The endorphins. Yeah. I loved the feeling of being in a group environment. I'm a real people person. I thrive okay. on other people's energy and being mm. around other people. So I loved being around people in that group dynamic where we're all kind of pushing to be better versions of ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I loved, I loved that. I think the stats were years ago, you know, you train 25% harder when you're in a group Yes. Dynamic. Yes. And it's true. Like yep, it is true. You know, during COVID, training on your own, you're like, oh my God, I was the worst. Yeah. But I was training online in that COVID. I had like about 10, 12 people coming online. It was just, it was amazing. Like, you know, the people used to see each other. And then they, after the training, I would used to get like messages on private. Oh, I didn't do well today. I know, you know, this person was doing more than me. I said, it's okay. You're doing your best. You know, that's all we care about. That's you know, right. you're coming every day, you're checking in, in, you know, you're doing your best. Even if you fail, that's okay. You know, COVID was tough, wasn't it? My gosh, yeah. it was hard on everyone. I mean, I yeah. know we all had... You know, New South Wales was still better, okay? <laughs> the Melbourne I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But, you know, yeah, COVID was hard for so for people to still continue their training through COVID, like yeah. kudos to them. Yes. I mean, 
Um, so as, as a coach, as yes. a business owner, yes. and as a PT, what's your daily routine? Well, I don't really, so I definitely don't PT anymore and I yep. don't really coach as much. I've got a really incredible team that okay. you know, do all the coaching. I do coach a few because I, I still want to be, I feel like the relationship that I can build with my members is, you know, quite special when you yep. coach opposed to just of always course. being there. Exactly. So I do still coach around only four classes a week. Mm -hmm. Um but my routine, my daily routine, look, I'm a single mum, so my daily routine is my son, first priority, yep. getting him up, fed out the door, preschool, <laughs> the whole done. thing. And then I usually come home and I work in the office and I take and then I take my dog for a walk. Yeah. And then I go to the gym majority every afternoon. Yeah. And that's when I train. I've always trained at four, even when I owned my gym in Lake Macquarie. I've always been a four o'clock trainer. Okay. So I train in the four o'clock class always with the members. Mm. Yep. And then I do some extras at yep. five. Okay. Which is always kind of the coaches always laugh at me because I'm always doing like booty extras. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we need, isn't it? It's always a day for booty. <laughs> and and then I usually coach the six p.m. class. Okay. One of them because we actually run two two. Okay. And then I finish. Then the gym's still open until just after eight. So I come home, I get my son from, you know, my nanny or his dad, yep. come home, dinner, bed, and then repeat. That's it. That's the, life, the, of, dream that's life. the life of, uh, actually, this is a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Living, you know, living a good life. I'm living my dream. Yes. Uh, and then I think uh, many people like you are doing this and then, you know, they, they are living their dream. The, the thing is like with, with you, me, and other people I get to know with, it's like um, they are living dream because they, they're doing what they love. Yes. And it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a pressure because it's just so natural that, you know, telling someone, I do this, I do this, like instead of sort of uh, being pressured and then teaching someone about something that you're not um, in in love, you know, I would say, Yes, like, passionate like, about. Yeah, like like teachers, they go to school, like teaching kids or some professors, they're going to school or some training, like say, suppose like the people who are training in so any sort of training centers, they're training person, but they're just doing their job. Yes. Just, just to get money. Mm -hmm. You know, it, there is no passion. There's, there are some people they have passion and there are people that don't have passion. They're just doing it. So, okay, we can some, earn some money. That's all. You know what I love about the world that we live in today? That we can really follow our dreams. Yeah. And, you know, find our purpose. And there's nothing that really can hold us back now. You know, I'm sure years and years ago, it was just all about getting a good job and supporting yourself and, you know, your family and providing. But now it's like, what really lights you up? Yeah. And it's a question, you know, when we get time in our classes, we we have a question of the day that we ask our classes and we pass the stick and you say your yep. name. And I remember two years ago, one of the questions that I asked was, if you could be anyone, anything that you absolutely wanted, what would it be? And we went yep. around the room and when it got to me, I said, I want to be a motivational speaker. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And because it really lights me up, you yeah. know, and especially yeah. when I go and watch shows and presenters, like it gives me goosebumps and, mm. and you know, and then just working on my healing journey and my self-worth. And then yeah. I thought, 
why can't I do that? Because mm. what's the difference between me and everyone else? Yeah. There's no difference. There's no they difference. just pursued their dreams. That's it. So I said my girlfriend just recently quit her job and she had a very good job. Mm-hmm. She was really unhappy. It wasn't what she wanted to do. Yeah. And I said to her, what do you really want to do? Like what lights you up? Mm. You know? Go for it. Doesn't matter about money. Go and get a loan if you need to get yeah. a loan to pay for a course or, you know, do whatever you need to do yeah. to follow that dream because you will not look back. Mm. That's good. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know, it like you probably said it in that time that uh, you want to be a motivational speaker, but you never know that, you know, you're probably selling it to, telling it to universe, sending the message that make me one. <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny because even though everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Sarah, you'd be great at that because, you know, I do Mm. love to speak and I'm always kind of extra and I've got high energy. But I I needed to get to that place within myself where I knew that I could do it and I, you know, believed in myself. And it was a journey. It was, you know, it was therapy and it was inner child work and it was, you know, manifestations (laughs) and journaling. And but yeah, now I'm like living my dream. Look, I'm on a podcast. It's all that's it. It's it's all behind the scenes progress. You know, it's not the it's not the front progress. Yes. And you know what I must say, you know, having the time you know, because my son goes to his dad's a couple of times a week and just having that time to myself where I can kind of decompress my brain um, and then just go, what do I want to work on? And then just kind of chipping away at my new yeah. business. And yeah. That's cool. It's very important. You've got to dream big, but you've also got to, you know, you've got to work for it. Yes. Yes. It's all the hard work. Yes, absolutely. You yeah. know. Um, so you are a motivational speaker. So how do you motivate your um, clients. Oh, <laughs> if I, if someone point. comes to you, oh, I don't want to train today. What do I do? I feel like lethargic or this or this. <laughs> what's, what's your? Oh my god! Your- <laughs> I say that. I say that too. Sometimes I'll say to the coach, "Oh my god, I don't feel like training today." He'll be like, "At least you turned up." So you know what I say? At least you turned up. Yeah. Because motivation goes up and down like a yo-yo. 100%. We can't rely on motivation. Yeah. We just, what I tell, because I do a lot of body transformations, I've worked with hundreds of people on their yep. journey. And um, what I always say to people is, you know, don't rely on your motivation because it's going to go up and down. Because, you know, out of a week, I could feel like training only half of the week. Yeah. But you've just got to be consistent. Yes. So what I, when I want to say to anybody that is new, I say just be consistent for 21 days because really even by the second week, you're starting to kind of get the habit, the neural pathway yep. forming. So I just really kind of drum into people's head just consistency is key. That's the key. And for the days where people go, oh, listen, I couldn't be asked to train. I just go, well, you know what? You're here. Mm. You may as well do it and just go at your own pace instead of yeah. trying to kill yourself and RXing all the workouts and, you know, yeah. if you're feeling a bit off, just you hear show up, have a sweat and, you know, pat yourself on the back on the way out. That's no it. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no how many pressure. classes How many classes do you have in, like, in your gym? How many classes do you guys take? Well, we run 11 a day. So okay. that? I think we run about 70 a week or something. Oh no, that's, yeah, that's a lot. 60 to 70, 60 so, what sort of classes are they? CrossFit or the cardio? Yes, 
CrossFit. So I'm a CrossFit gym, but we have two separate programs. We have a okay. CrossFit program, which is about 60% of our memberships. Yeah. And then we have a sweat program, which is still a full strength and conditioning program, okay. but it's without like, you know, the Olympic lifting and the heavy gymnastics. They still, you know, squat, press, you know, use all the dumbbells, do everything, but yep. you just won't see them like doing, you know, butterfly pull-ups and muscle-ups yep. and snatches and things like that. Mm. So for the everyday person, you can just come in and do sweat. Yeah. Or if you want to, you know, and but a lot of people begin in sweat yep. and then once they get their confidence up, they transition over to CrossFit because they're like, hmm, what's all this fun shit everyone's doing over there? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why well, is it's, everyone it's upside fun down? Shit, but it's not doing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, why is everyone upside down? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, has anyone come to you saying that I want to be in a CrossFit Games? So train me for that? No, 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 no. Would you would no, you push no. anyone to I go mean, there if you feel anything potential in your class? No, no. I mean, you've these days you've just got to be so serious about, yeah. you know, you're really like dedicating your life to, mm-hmm. and I feel like when you're at that level, you're really going to special, you know, speciality gyms. Yeah, yeah. You get high level training. My gym, you know, we are definitely one of the best gyms in Sydney. Yeah. Um, but we are for the everyday person, you know, yep, you've got yep, yep. no, there's no dicks there. I don't know if I'm okay. right, but there's no, you know, there's no, everyone is just really great human beings. They're there to look good, yeah. feel good and be healthy. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's another good key of this, um, you know, mindset. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So sleep, tell me about your sleep and what would you recommend your um, clients or your members? Yes. I've always been a really bad sleeper ever since I was like a kid. Um, How bad? I wake up a lot throughout the night. So oh, okay. I'm not a great sleeper, so I tend I have a tendency to get full tired throughout the day. But, I, you know, Look, I don't, I feel like I don't really try and tell people really what to do too much, but you're either a night person or you're a morning person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, going to bed at a decent time. Don't be on your phone before bed. Mm. You know, try and read a book to unwind from the day or journal or something like that. Yeah. Try not to be on a device so you can fall asleep, you know, restfully. Yep. And, you know, waking up you know, not sleeping in too late. But, you know, you're either a morning person or a night person. Some people stay up till late, yes. but then they kind of sleep in. So it just depends on what you are. Yeah, my family is the same. They they, yes. they are late people, like they sleep in people. <laughs> and but is your family I find I find fitness people majority will go to bed early, a little bit earlier um and then kind of wake up. Yeah. Not necessarily always the crack of dawn, but they're more early risers. Yeah, not to my family. She, my sister is a good, I would say she's passionate about this fitness, but I only tell her always that, you know, if you if you don't do it properly, you just got to get up early. Yes. But, oh, I can't do that as well. Then can't expect all the results said yes. <laughs> the way everyone but gets you, it. You know what? excuses with people i mean oh, i'm yes. quite i'm very friendly but i can be quite like straight down the line because sometimes people need to hear it yeah you know people need to okay that's just an excuse that you're just telling yourself mm. if you want it yeah you work get for it, it. if you're it. gonna have to work hard at first and then it's gonna be a routine and a habit and you're gonna be fine yeah but you know you're gonna have to put in some muscle at first and it's gonna yep. be hard 
but it's held she back. Always, she always says it to me. She's like, you are a bad trainer. <laughs> He doesn't, you know, just, just demotivate everything, everyone. I said, like, I don't demotivate. I know what you are capable of. Otherwise, show me, prove me wrong. That's all I want to say. And I she's know. like, no, I said, like, you can do it. It's just your excuses that you're just making that oh, I can't sleep early. You have these, you have these as well. You wake up, if you go to bed about 11, 12, at, at, like at night, yeah. you know, and then you have, a, you have a work in the morning and you just wake up like one hour before work to just get to work. You're not doing anything for yourself anyway. Like- you know, I think it's important for people to find what they love. Yeah. You know, if you are someone that has never exercised before and, you know, you're going to go and get trained off your brother. Yeah. You know, you might not love that. That might not be motivating. Mm. I believe people can really find what they enjoy. Yeah. Could be going on long walks with a girlfriend mm. or a friend. It could yeah. be Pilates. It could be yoga. It could be, you know, lifting weights and in, you know, and then going on walks or it could be, you know, the more hardcore stuff. Yeah. You have to find something that you enjoy. Otherwise it just becomes like a chore. Yeah, exactly. And that's what people don't like it because when it becomes yeah. a chore. But really, I just believe there's something for everyone now, you know, like there's so many options, you know, there's boxing and there's, you know, you do calisthenics, is that correct? I do, yes, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's just honestly something for everyone and Mm. even if you don't want to do cardio, you can go and lift weights because that's super important and that's what will really ultimately change your body. Exactly. And then just go, you know, hit 10,000 steps a day. That's all you need to do. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to go and kill yourself, you know. Mm. As just you mentioned, like, you know, lifting weights, like there is also a myth people think about, you know, like especially the woman thing, like they become bulky, they, you know, they don't want too much these. I don't want to lift weights. (laughs) It's true. And you know what I say? Because I used to get that a lot, but I don't anymore. I think when people come to my gym and they see all the fit people, but they see, you know, women that just look athletic. Yeah. Like no one's super bulky and muscly. Mm. Like it's just the women just look healthy and fit. Yeah. And I say to I say to the women that do go. I don't want to bulk up. I don't want to do CrossFit because I don't want to bulk up. Yeah. Well, I've always said, you know, you're not going to bulk up unless you have a lot of testosterone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or you're doing some hardcore training and you're taking, you know, maybe performance enhancers or something yeah. to look that way those women in crossfit that look big they want to be that big they want, yeah exactly and they that take all these like and they take training. all these supplements to be there 100 <laughs> percent like lots of calories lots of food lots of yeah. supplements and hours and hours and hours of training yeah so yeah that is a big myth yes so what supplements do you um advise or prefer look i don't take a lot yeah. um I just, I don't, I don't believe that we need to take a lot. Our, yeah. our bodies are designed to, you know. Yeah. I do take protein every day. I have a protein shake after I train. I take a natural protein. I take a vegan pro- protein every day. Yeah. Um, that every day I take, I take a lot of vitamins though. I will, okay. you know, I do take fish oils, a women's multi. I take a probiotic in the morning. Yeah. Um, I don't eat red, any red meat or anything, so I do take iron tablets, okay, yep. zinc tablets. <laughs> I take a lot of vitamins, but supplements. But that's what body needs, isn't it, when you're training, especially. 
Like I don't I take, just, I don't take, I just take my go-to is protein. And then sometimes I do cycle of the um, eight week cycle of creatine. Oh, and, then yes. I, and then I stop for like one month and then I start again. But this is the only two things I always has been, yeah. you know, always you in my, no, because no, and then recently I got test done because my brother-in-law, he's, he's my brother-in-law, my mom and my sister, they're all doctors. And they were saying, and they were like, you know, had argument like a few months ago, we had an argument about this, you know, I said like, you guys don't eat properly. You know, you guys need to eat right food. They said like, oh, have you got your test done? You know, we, we, because they have deficiencies of vitamin D, they have, you know, vitamin D, everything yeah. like their um, cholesterol is a bit higher. And they says, listen, I don't need to go test because I know my body is perfect. And then just for the sake, I got this test done like, a couple of weeks ago and yeah. it was like, it was perfect. Like, no deficiency, nothing. And I said, look, I just told you guys, I just eat right food and that's what gives me everything. That's right. Eat well, eat foods as close to nature as possible. Yes. Um, you know, enjoy the finer things, you know. I, I you know, it's even true that 80 20 is rule, you yeah. know, 80% healthy, 20% do all the things that you love. Exactly. I'm such a firm believer in that, you know. So, yeah, eat foods as close to nature as possible yeah. and sweat, find some type of sweating mm. and get some sleep yeah. and, you know, just have a self-care routine, you know, uh, just to de-stress from the week. Yeah. That's all you need. That's, yeah. that's, that's everything. What's, what's your de-stress? <laughs> oh, God. Exercise that's is it. my number one. Yeah. I love I, I injured myself at the beginning of the year training. It's the first time I've ever been injured, actually. Oh, nice. And I really had to change my training. I couldn't lift a barbell for, you know, like six weeks. And I started, I still turned up every day at four, but I was at the back of the class and yep, yep. doing completely my own thing. Mm. I was very limited. How did you injure yourself? I, I, my lower disc, I inflamed my lower disc. I pulled my glute and I did my sciatic. Ooh. Yeah. All and after how long been training? I reckon I've been training for like 14 years. And then this is the first time I've happened. First time, first time. You've done well. And, and you know what? I started to feel really down. Yeah. Like I was, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think just not getting that full proper sweat in and that yep. knowing what my body is capable of, not being able to push myself because, you know, when you do CrossFit and strength yes. and conditioning training, you really get to, push your mind mm. and push through pain and exactly that's that's good for me to do that so crossfit but i also do a lot of journaling yeah so crossfit's kind at of at night or in the morning energy. sorry journaling in the morning or at night whatever i feel like yeah whatever just once a day I whatever I want, whatever okay. I feel called to. Doesn't yep. it needs to be every day? It needs to be every day. Yep. Like this morning, I did a lot of journaling. Last night, I did journaling, but then I don't think I had a busy week last week, so I didn't do much last week. Okay. So, um, what else do I do? I love to read novels. Okay. So read. I love to go to the beach. The beach is yep. my happy place. Oh, you live close to the beach, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I do a lot of things to kind of, and you know, my number one thing is actually time alone. Yes. You know, and yeah. this is what I like. And this is what I love because I've learned this in last two years. Being alone is the best time. Yes. And then you find yourself in sort of situation when you, with someone, you wouldn't have thought the way you were thinking when you were alone in the totally. similar situation. 
I never would have created my new business if I had, you know, separated from my ex and then spent all this time alone and had time out from my son because time alone gives you time for new ideas to come through, to process thoughts. Mm. And because I'm such a people person and I'm at the gym all week and, you know, with people, I need to kind of on the weekend just come back to myself and just ground myself and just put, I love to watch TV, like put on a good movie or a good series and just chill out with me and my dog. That's it. Uh, very, and just maybe catch up with one friend. Otherwise, I do get a little <laughs> bit so crazy. But that'll just be a coffee or a walk or the beach. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. At least you know that the thing is like it's just to, um, like I would say, shift your energy. You know. Yes. Just a little, bit. and you. Everyone needs that. You know, like I mean, you can enjoy your own time, but you always need one of one friend that you can share things with. You yes. can go out with all these. <clears throat> because we're humans, and we 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 love connection. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, so you know, you you when you said you were training when you started training, there's not many people training, and then you've seen in those last decades or two decades of the change of this fitness industry. What do you think the social media put an effect on this? Mm, Look, I know there's a lot of stigma around social media being bad. Mm. But social media can also be such a great tool for motivation for people. People can use it obviously to find workouts and things like that, but people can also use other people as inspiration. Mm. So I feel like social media has definitely, you know, inspired and motivated people to become more fit. Um, Yeah, I mean, I actually... I quite like social media, especially laughing at all the funny stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, I know what you're saying about, you know, because we have people at my gym, uh, you know, that are 20. Yeah. And they have been training for years and they are exceptionally fit and they dedicate their life to it. And I think, oh, my gosh, at 20 I was, like, working, just yeah, making no. friends on the weekend. Yep, yep. Like, I was not thinking about the gym. It's just a completely different generation these days it's great it is great and i think this is also um effect of the social media i think because it's so open these days you know that even if you're scrolling or you just you know even you're looking normally from 10 out of i would say 20 30 posts you will see fitness or gym post or any any selfies in the gym or any any sort of videos yeah yeah absolutely common yeah Absolutely. And I think maybe because we we send this message to algorithm that, okay, we like this. So, you know, we're looking at this. So algorithm catches, okay, this person likes this. And then every time you see this, anything comes up, but you'll get these videos back to you, sent back to you. I know. You know what I always <laughs> love when you look at your feed and you see your pattern? Yeah. My pattern is um, clothes because I love clothes. I love to <laughs> love to shop, which is a very bad habit. So mine's fashion. Mine is always funny memes because I'm always reposting hilarious memes that I just crack up with. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, fitness, like, yeah. yeah, whatever fitness it might be. But, yeah. yeah, you always know what you are looking at. Exactly. Has you, have you ever checked anyone doing something on social media and you tried it as a challenge? 
Nah, I don't think so. Nah. nah I do that a lot. <laughs> do you? Do you? Well, I mean, well, what do you, what do you mean? Can I have an example? What do, what like, do suppose, you mean? Suppose, like, suppose, I mean, not, not laugh. I mean, like, suppose um, someone's doing like a really exercise that is, you know, that like, I'm like, oh, shoot, how can you do this? You know, it's like yes. something out of the world. And I'd, give, and I'd, could, give me an example. What did you do last? Like, do you uh, mean like a push up challenge or? No, no, I did push up challenge once. So I saw this. Uh, my sister actually sent me that one. She said, like, oh, I believe you can do this. Mm-hmm. And this guy is, uh, he's a like big celebrity in, in Bollywood. And then you talk about, oh, in Bollywood. In Bollywood. And then yeah. he's, he's done this. Um, so he's done this push up challenge, like one minute. He's done 50 push ups in one minute. And my sister said, like, I think you can do this in, you know, in one minute. I said, like, yeah. I don't know. I have to try. So I like, I said, I need to go like in a quiet time just to try this by myself first. <laughs> did you do it? Yeah. I, so I did. Um, so I, I said, like, you know, it was a chest day. So I thought, like, okay, this is a perfect day for this because yes. this is my warm up. Because I do usually do warm ups. I used to do online classes with the clients. I used to train with them. So yes. this is a chest day before everyone comes into the online. I just want to warm up myself, see how many push ups I can get. So I put the timer on and I did 60 in one minute. Six one six. No, no, yeah, sixty, sixty. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and then I said, like, oh, no, I did sixty, and my sister was training on the other side. I said, like, I went to her, I said, I look, I've done just sixty in one minute. <laughs> she said, like, do it again. I said, like, no, my chest is sore. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it again. So we tried next day, and I think I got fifty push-ups in forty-one seconds or something. Wow! But yeah. this is going to be the crossfitter in me. Were they full lockout, or were they like the anytime push-ups where people just go, you know? No, no, no. It was full. It was like I won't go like like really draw, but it was like not fully straight as well. But yes. just because I was running against the time, so yes. you can't go full all the way back and then down. But I was going full so down. So we, we would be saying no wrapping CrossFit. I mean, yeah, that would be exactly. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but uh, like if you go if you go all the way up, you're just killing your time, you know. And then yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to I need to rush against the time. And I, thought, I need to go under fifty seconds. Yes, that so was good. Do you follow David Goggins? I do. Yes, isn't he the best? Oh yes. Ah, oh. and he's 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 his words. Like he said that to some people, you know, only the people would take it as offensive. The people don't want to change. A hundred percent. I think he's great. The people who wants to change mm. will take as a good advice, whatever he says. Yes. And I think my friend, he was, uh, when he was, yeah, I think he's coming next uh, this year in, in Melbourne, isn't it? Melbourne, Australia, somewhere. Well, no, he, who David Goggins? He's yes. been and gone. I just, I saw him. He was, I think it was February. I think it was February, yes. Yeah. Because I, my friend was looking last year he talked to me talked to me, he said like I'm searching for tickets to go to his, you know, go to yes. his show. So like, okay, if you find one, let me know. You know, I just didn't bother too much that so like he'll contact me if, if he finds ticket, but I don't think so. He got tickets, so he didn't even contact me. <laughs> I think David Goggins is great. Like I've read both of the books and the first book I found really kind of helped one me. Can't hurt me. Is that the first one? I think it is. Yeah. So the first one I found was really kind of motivating for training, kind of for your mental state. I just found when I was like, you know, say doing calories or something on the air bike yep. and kind of in the hurt locker and I had a whole bunch of calories to get through. Mm. I just would all, or I hate to run. So, or if I was running and I was just kind of, you know, when you start to go, oh my God, this is hard. I hate to run. Yeah. 
Um, I would just, you know, David Goggins really helped me. I was like, you know, push, you know, you know, I love yeah. pain. I yeah, love yeah, this. Yeah. I can push through this. This yeah. is only pain. And so I found his first book really, really motivating for exercise. And then he just did the second one. And then I, I actually did them by audio. And uh, the second one I found very motivating for business. Oh. It's all about like, you know, I mean, he doesn't say like one life, but it's kind mm. of like, we do get one chance. Yes. And why are we wasting time? Yes. We've only, you know what I mean? What mm. are you what are you waiting for? Why are you wasting time? Just yep. do it now. Work hard. Work hard for your dreams. Kind of like push. Don't be lazy. Yep. You know, don't don't rest too much. Exactly. You know, if you want something, you know, work you for gotta it. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. Yeah, yeah. I love David Goggins. I think he is have you best. have you listened to that um interview? He's Someone asked me, I think Joe Rogan asked him about how many hours you run for. Have you listened to that? No, no. Okay. So he, he asked him, I said, okay, how many hours you run for? And he says very politely. And then with the straight face, like he said, I run for days. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, like no. <laughs> Um, I know he's amazing. He is an incredible human being. Yes. And yeah, you're right. People that do find him offensive, they probably are just triggered and, or they're probably just, you know, lazy. Yep. That's what they are. Exactly. Yeah. Let's call it. And the thing is like, because it's, it's always something changed someone. And then of course he's been through that sort of changes, you know, that changed him a lot. Like he was, yeah. You know, he's been through a lot. Of course, that's what made him so strong. Is that every time, every time that you know, the, the what can't kill me makes you stronger. Yes. Yeah, that's what he's done. Absolutely, that's right. That's right. I mean, I definitely don't suggest everyone go and meet David Goggins. Yeah, but still, he is like you know, non-human. Yeah. He's an amazing guy. Yeah, definitely. So much you can take out of that. Yeah. Do you drink? I'm not a big drinker. Um, I was just listening to your last podcast that you had with the <laughs> second fittest mum and, yeah. and how she said, you know, she's not a big drinker either. Mm. I don't um, like wine either, actually, the same as your last guest. <laughs> but um, I drink if it's a function. So if yeah. it's a friend's birthday or, you know, it's a, I don't know, whatever it is. Mm. But no, I don't drink through the week and I don't drink every weekend unless it's something specific. Yeah. And that's the only time I drink. I did like your last guest. There was alcoholism in my family. So I think that has kind of always been embedded in me to not be, you know, yeah. not gravitate towards drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what also happens when when you start a training, you know, you feel good and then you yes. don't want to just go back to that having drinking and then, you know, stuff up your night and then in the morning as well because actually oh, it, it affects totally your next day when you drink. Oh, yeah, and you feel terrible. Mm. You feel terrible, absolutely. And you just like, yeah, absolute feel terrible. Exercise and healthy eating does go hand in hand. 100%. And I know it's super cliche, but it really, really does. When you train and you're starting to do well and see results, that's when you really go, oh, well, hold on, I want to tweak my diet a little bit because mm. I'm starting to feel good and look good and this yep. is great. Yeah. So what inspires you? That's a great question. <laughs> you know, I inspire myself, if I'm totally honest. 
I've always been, you know, I wouldn't really say a high achiever, but I've always kind of known what I want. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of worked hard for that. And I also like to feel incredibly healthy and I always, and I like to look, you know, healthy. So that inspires me as well results and also my community at the gym i'm very inspired by you know the women that i train with and people that i'm surrounded by you know at the gym so they're definitely who inspire me no one no one yeah like i don't really have anyone that i look up to like on social media or anything Mm. like that it's probably myself and my community yeah that's a a good answer because you get inspiration from yourself is the best inspiration isn't it Yes, absolutely. Because that you are accountable for that. Yeah, like you've got to find it within yourself. Like, what do I want to do here? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, what's your biggest strength? My communication. Okay, that's good. Or do you mean like physical? Anything. That's your strength. That's because if, and if definitely my communication and my ability to make people feel comfortable yeah yes so were you always like um confident in talking when you were a kid oh gosh i feel like it it comes from like there is a there is a pattern so once you like from the beginning when you're young yes you sort of in the schools you always up on the stage talking or you in you know some sort of drama or some sort of you know play that you're always there but and some people they're like really shy and quiet at, in school age, and then yeah. they start learning communication, and then they become those people. Mm. You know that's why that's why we see there are sort of coaches, you know, who train like all these CEOs, like high earners, corporate people to go and talk in front of the public. You know the yes. people who are shy, and so I was. That's why I was asking you this question. Like you know, have you always been like this, or did you, did you change in the past, or? What changed you? If, if no, you I think I've always had good communication because I'm a Gemini and Gemini is one of their best traits is communication. <laughs> I don't know any Gemini women that don't have great communication, but yeah. I feel like I've always been a good talker and I've yeah. always had, you know, I believe that I've been put on this earth to serve, yeah. to serve others and make them feel good and be healthy and yeah. find their true happiness. So, yeah, my communication is definitely my biggest strength. Am I doing good with my talking, am I? Oh, my you're doing 100, 110%. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, so let's see, uh, you know, there's, a, there's well, just before we talked about this myth about, you know, people getting like, women's thinking especially that you know they're going to get bulky lifting weights you know do you know any other myth that that is on top of your head is the biggest on in this fitness industry yes and this is going to be very controversial <laughs> my big thing when i work with people that are trying to on body transformations mm-hmm. my big thing is you don't need to count calories <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like I know so many people would say stuff, but I believe you don't need to um, track macros, count calories, um, fast, you know, low fat, high fat, high carb, no carb. I honestly believe and through my own personal journey and working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, if you eat foods as close to nature as possible, 
and only indulge 20% during yep. the week yep. and you sweat every mm. day, do something, you will look great and you yes. are going to feel great. Yeah. Yes. And then you definitely your diet. belief has given you a result, isn't it? Sorry? Your belief has given you a result, isn't it? That's that's my own journey. Exactly. And that's the journey that I teach. You know, I run at least two transformations every year at the gym. Yeah. Where yeah. I have like, you know, 30 to 50 people per transformation. And I've been doing it for 11 years. And I've always had the same philosophy. And it doesn't matter about all what's going on in the world, about counting calories and macros. I yeah. educate people on macros so they understand what's going on their plate. Exactly. Um, I told them you don't need to worry about, you know, tracking and counting and da da da. Like that's not living. How are you supposed mm. to go on holidays and yes. you know oh oh I can't have that or how many calories is in that or you yeah. can't share my food because I've already, you know, that happened to me once I said to someone, Oh, let's like, you know, we're making smoothies and I said, Let's, you know, double up because we're make we're having the yeah. same smoothie. Okay. And they said to me, Oh no, 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 just let me use it first because I already know how many calories are in this smoothie. I thought, <laughs> oh my God, kill my life. Kill my life. Imagine living like that. I was oh, like, dude, no. let me just use the smoothie. It's going to yeah. be the same amount of calories and doesn't yeah. matter if you go, you know, 20 over or something. Yeah. But, but each to their own. And I'm a big believer in you need to find what works for you. Exactly. So Everybody's if different. counting calories works for you, then stick to it and you, you know, you get results from that. Yeah. So absolutely stick to it. But I just try and teach you don't need to go down that path. Yeah. Because I, I went for um, holidays last year and from every day, seven days training, sometimes twice a day to zero day training and eating good food, healthy food, homemade cooked food. Yeah to eating three days, like three times outside food on holidays for six months. I was like, <laughs> when I came back, my mom was like, mm, you look skinny and black. <laughs> oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> See, but how do you eat? Do you, you would track that because you're very, you would have a very, very lean. No, great. I wasn't, I wasn't tracking anything. So what my daily schedule was like, I get up every morning. Yep. Usually my breakfast was included because if the, I booked it as, as a strategically that, you know, I want to wake up in the hotel. So my breakfast is done. Yep. So I don't have to worry about the, like eating until three, four hours of, of the yes. day. So first thing I would do is just get up seven o'clock, you know, like six or seven, whatever time, because I was getting up early anyway. So I wanted, my plan was to get to seven o'clock to the, to the breakfast table and then start eating until 8.30. <laughs> Yeah, wow. And then what about though now when you're not on holidays, how do you like to eat? Uh now my every day is like normal like I get up four o'clock. Yes. I have a piece of bread on uh, peanut butter. Go to you gym. Get up at four AM. Yes. Every day. Every day. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> That's it. And <laughs> so I come back, you know, and then I eat my breakfast, which is oats, and then about ten ish I have my eggs or tuna. You know, yep. have about 20, 30 gram of protein. And then lunch is about basically every day is the same lunch, chicken, broccoli, carrot. And then in the snack time, I'll have anything like suppose tuna or nuts or anything, coffee. Yeah. And then dinner is the same again, chicken, broccoli, vegetables. Or yeah. sometimes, you know, if I'm doing legs, I'll have sweet potato add to yeah. my diet and sometimes beef on the deck, legs deck only. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's one thing I also encourage people to just make sure that you're getting enough protein. Yeah. You know, if you if you are trying to, you know, aesthetically look good as well, you know, mm-hmm. getting that protein in um, because that's really is more important. what's going to benefit you with the weight training. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Last question. Yes, hit me. <laughs> why? <laughs> why what? Uh, why did you choose to become what you are today, what was your big why of changing your and your surroundings life? Yeah, this is definitely my purpose. I'm living my my purpose. Yeah. You know, my reason that I've been put on this earth. I'm doing what I love. I love it. I love everything about, you know, my job. I love training. I love being around people. Um, that's where I've met all my friends. All of my friends are through the gym or I used to run health retreats and fitness retreats. All my friends are through there. So my why is it's just my world because it's where my happiness is. And that's, that's a very simple and genuine answer because, you know, that's what makes you what you are today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it just, it just takes time. Like, you know, I always just say to people, if you are, you know, beginning your journey, um, just do one thing at a time. Like for me, I just, I went to the gym. I didn't worry that I didn't eat well and I smoked sick. I just did one thing and then I stopped smoking. And then I decided to change my dinners. And then I decided to work on my protein. Like it was just, it was just a gradual change over years and years. It's a steps. It's a step that counts because you can't change everything at once. Go go step by step. Yeah. Because you want your, you want your habits to last. Yes. Yes. That was a great, great conversation. (laughs) I absolutely loved it. Oh, thank you so much. I loved it too. Thank you. Thank you for your time. My pleasure. Amazing. So if someone wants to contact you, Instagram is the best place or Um, which suburb is your gym? Um, My gym is in total, it's total conditioning in Dremoyne. It's in the inner west. Dremoyne. Yep. 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 I know where it is. Right next to the city. Yep. Yep. But you know, if anybody wants to contact me, they can contact me. Yeah. By Instagram or even like Sarah at sarahmcnellis.com. I'll put it all in the show notes so they don't. Yeah. I'm excited. Don't worry, many more podcasts are going to come through. <laughs> That's it. I'm putting it out they're there. Coming, they're coming, the coming. I'm, uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let you know every time I get an invitation. That's like, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be happy to listen to everywhere, you know. Uh, thank you so much. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks for time. Thank you for spreading, you know, this joy throughout the world as well and doing what you love. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.